Good evening and welcome to the 25th of October's edition of Park the Bus, a fantasy football podcast. I'm Michael, I'm here with Alex, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good Alex. So this week we have a review of the last game week's one shot challenge. One of us won, one of us lost. I'm the happy one this week. Yes. <laughs> we have our one shot teams for game week 10 coming up. We have a very basic overview of Game Week 9 and what I'm calling the Game Week 9 Massacre, given how painful it was for quite a few people. And <laughs> Including me. <laughs> yeah. And not even just in the one shot, just in an overall point of view. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of comments made about how rubbish it is to be a Scottish football fan on a European football night. Um, but first of all, Alex, let's start off with Game Week 9. How did you do in Game Week 9? I've done pretty badly, it has to be said. Yeah. Uh, almost as badly as I did in my actual uh, fantasy football team league. Yeah. Uh, that it was a complete wipeout for me because I've gone heavily for Wolves yeah. in all my selections and yeah. Wolves really did have a disaster. They did not have a good game. Um, last week I'd, I went in my actual team, not my one-shot team, I went minus eight and I managed to get a draw in the head-to-head, which is... Fortunate. Miraculous. I actually would have been worse off if I hadn't went minus eight, which is even scarier. And considering I brought Sterling in on that minus eight, tells you a lot, really, about where I was beforehand. Yeah, in our league, there's 18 people, and I believe I had the second most score. Yeah, oh, you're... Yeah. You played against... Kev had quite a good score as well, though, the guy you were playing against. Yeah. Um, but one shot challenge, so I ended on 60, you ended on 40, I think that was the... That's correct. That's how it went. As I say, well, Captain Sterling didn't work for a start, so it was a, a week of vice-captain. Yeah, so. we both had them. Who did you have for vice, though? I had Aguero, actually, so it wasn't too bad. He gave yeah. me 12. You had Firmino, who didn't, didn't play start. very. <laughs> you know, he got two. So, so that didn't help you. So what won it for me? Was it... Aubameyang. Um, Mendy, Aubameyang, and Sani, probably, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah well, not some, well, seven points for Sani, but Aubameyang's yeah. big 12. Yep. Um... You know, the Manic's best score was Allison in goal with six points, you know. Yeah. And you had at least five players with six points or more. Yeah, I mean, I had Duffy in the fence as well, which got me a clean sheet. I had Shakiri as was my little wild card in there almost to say that I thought that I didn't see Manny and Salah both start for Liverpool, so I thought he'd get his start, which worked out. Ricardson blanked, Mitrovic got an assist, even though he didn't have a shot in goal. So, yeah, it was the. the 60 points was quite good for last week. Yeah, I had uh, I had to use two subs as well as Sterling. Not yeah. Cart didn't play either. Yeah. So I got a Wobi on who had a fantastic game for Arsenal against Leicester. Yeah. But I was quite shocked to see that he only actually scored two points. Yeah, these mean sometimes these happen, but in the end it comes down to it comes down to how the scoring system works. And yeah. even the bonus points, well, we could go into the controversy of bonus points in this league. Um, let's not. It's not really our style, I don't think. <laughs> well, the rules are the rules. The rules are the rules. We apply to everybody the same. Yeah. So. But I mean, what we remember last week, the gay, the average was 43, and it wasn't a high game scoring week, let's be honest. It was just a bit of a disaster. If you go back and look at the dream team for the week, and it's 11 players, which 
I can genuinely say that I would probably comfortably own one or maybe two of them at my best of times and one of them is Mendy and possibly Ozil or Aubameyang and that's it but highly unlikely I would own both of them at the same time yeah, yeah. but these are all players to watch yeah, you know, yeah. Can they do it again and again? Well, I don't expect Pickford. I don't particularly rate him particularly well from a fantasy point of view. Um, Rudiger is going to be strong and sensible enough in the centre back position for Chelsea. He's, he's never going to be. Yeah, that. if they get a clean sheet, he's, he's six not. Points, yeah. He's not Alonso. No. Uh, Keane, he's got a chance. Keane, he's had a couple of big games this season, uh, fantasy points wise, but he's had a bad injury. Bit of inconsistency that dive on the fence scares me. Um, Mendy is Mendy, I mean, and he's in a team that wins 5 0 most weeks. Yeah, it was nice to see him and Sani playing together. Yeah. Actually, I think that was something that I was concerned about when I put the one shot together when I had both them in it. That Pep's putting them not really playing together very often, yeah, and Mares as well was. That's a very unusual trio. Yeah. I didn't think I'd see that. He scored a really nice goal, didn't he, Marius? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peach. Yep. Um, midfield of the Dream Team, Martial. Interesting to keep an eye on Martial. It will be an interesting one to keep an eye on to see how he continues to play. Uh, Fernandinho, he's not going to be there every week. Ozil, again, we talked about Ozil a bit last week. He's going to come down to his form, isn't it? Yeah, Arsenal are so strong just now. And if he's going to get a regular game and they're in that forum, then he's, he's going to get points. Yeah, although I do believe that, although Arsenal did actually win tonight, we're, as we're recording this, there's a lot of uh, Europa League football ongoing. And yeah, Arsenal their game was earlier. Did 12 win. games in a row they've won now, I think. 12? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're on some run. And uh, it was... Ace, Inter Milan, who were they playing? No, they're playing uh, Sporting Lisbon. Sporting Lisbon. Sporting Lisbon. Um, the less said about my team's European adventures, the better have Celtic got to say that they're going to get pumped 2-0 by Leipzig. Although, I think it probably could have been a lot worse, considering the starting line that Celtic put out tonight. But that's yeah, Tottenham <laughs> didn't get a good result last night either. I thought they were the, be- the be- Dutch team. I think they can. I think it's technically called Spursing it. Oh, yeah, well, if you get their goalie sent off, that's <laughs> definitely spursing it. Yeah, I, I, was, I wasn't watching the games last night. I was keeping an eye on my phone, and I genuinely seen they were 2 1 up. And I was sitting round about full time, and I went, oh, I better wonder, I wonder if Spurs will Spurs that or not. And looked on, it was 2 each. I'm like, yeah, they Spurs that. That's about right. Uh, um, Man City and Liverpool looked very good, though. Yeah, and th- that comes on to the sort of game week as well, because there's players in those teams that have got a a bearing on this game week coming up I think but yep. just to round off the dream team Kapui um, and w- Dokuri Watford played well and they beat Wolves oh, the first half performance by Watford in that game was stunningly good yeah I mean not, not just as good in the second half but the game was over yeah Watford will be hoping to buck the trend in recent seasons where they start really well and die off and hopefully they've started quite well this season hopefully they can keep it going for themselves and up front you have a Cardiff striker in Reed. Let's just say I don't think we need to spend a lot of time analysing this. I think the more interesting part about that Cardiff game comes down to Fulham yeah. and their lack of defensive capabilities. Yeah, they're, they're do, I didn't expect them to be in trouble so early, but they're definitely falling into trouble. I was listening to the Football Ramble earlier in the week, just a shout out to one of my favourite football podcasts, not about fantasy, but about football in general. And 
I think one of them said it was Fulham are one of the worst teams they've ever seen without the ball. Without the ball, they just can't defend. They're out of position. Their swing backs are so far forward when they're playing against teams they should never be that far forward against. Something's going to have to happen. They're going to have to get drilled and put into some sort of disciplined yeah, four four two four banks four bank banky four banky four if they intend to stay up. And I think you could end up seeing some lines of the manager going and riding around in his white horse comes Big Sam or Big Davy Moyes and taking over what will be quite a cushy job I'd imagine for them and you know they've got some very good players yep so I mean with right coaching I think they'll survive I think they should survive whether it's with their current manager or not they should survive Um, and I don't want to see the guy lose his job particularly but from a point of view of fantasy I wouldn't be touching a film defender to save my life some of the striking options, I think, much of it just a genuine option available to you. And Shirley, really nice goal. Seri, very, very finessed midfielder. They've got options there for fantasy that's particularly good. They've let in 25 goals in nine games. That's quite a lot. <laughs> good. They're playing how they got promoted. Like, this isn't this isn't anything new for Fulham. This is the style of play they played uh, when they were getting promoted. But they're not playing Brentford and... This is true. This teams is, like that this year. It's very true and they come up through the playoffs. I mean, they kept playing the way they did and they kind of, as far as I'm aware, had a chance to come up automatically and they played Cardiff and they somewhat went to bed against Cardiff and didn't manage to get the automatic playoff promotion place. Yeah. The automatic promotion place and they ended up in the playoffs is what I should say. Um, so yeah, we'll need to see what happens with Fulham. I think, I think we could see somebody new in there by Christmas. But we'll need to wait and see what happens. That game against Cardiff will be an eye opener. Yeah, and they're home to Bournemouth this week, so that's a game they should be expecting to surely get something from. Mm-hmm. If they don't get anything, then maybe that manager's job. Well, what I would say is Bournemouth had the 0 0 against Southampton the last game week. That was a shocker. Bournemouth will be looking to bounce back for that. Yeah. Um, we'll say bounce back for a 0 0 draw. Well, who's, but who's the Southampton manager, first of all? Mark Hughes. So why are you shocked at. A team didn't score against them. Oh, Hughes's teams are normally all right. Like you know what I mean. They tend to be hell of a defensive. I think they are anyway. Well, you know, I'm not surprised that Southampton team. That Southampton team's very defensive, and they don't have any particularly great strikers apart from Danny Ings, and he's not exactly firing all cylinders. Yeah. However, given the form that Bournemouth have been on, they'll see that as a bad result for themselves. They'll know they really will. Southampton have come up with a couple of wee. Surprises this season. I'm not concerned about Southampton going down. They just feel like team number seventeen. That just but they feel like seventeenth place comfortably. Yeah. Um. I, bit, I don't disagree with that. But I think seven. When you rephrase seventeenth place comfortably, like fifteenth place comfortably, because there's a couple of other teams that are concerning me that with their form, like Crystal Palace and things. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll go into that as we go and talk about the next game week. Yes. And lastly, just before we move on, uh, Pierre Aubameyang off the bench yeah and, and he scored immediately with his first touch yeah the guy's record is amazing like genuinely amazing I'll be honest um, we talked about our trades last week and we'll probably cover off a wee bit about our draft trades just at the end of the show but I don't have Aubameyang in the draft league I have Harry Kane and I have made an offer for Aubameyang in the play, and I have offered Harry Kane there's well in also, current forum then nobody could blame you there's also a make weight in there as well because I think 
I would be genuinely getting the rough end of the stick on that trade. So, excuse me, I have also offered Sanchez of Manu and asked for William of Chelsea in that trade. So it's a two for two. We'll see what happens. It's down to Andrew to see if he's got the, the guts to step up and take that trade. <laughs> and I'm trying to mock him to see if he'll actually do it because I don't think it's necessarily one that I would be over the moon getting Kane just now, but scored midweek Kane as well. So he's not well, totally he's out four of amazing seasons. You almost take it for granted he's going to have another one. Yeah, I think he will. But anyway, that was game week nine. It wasn't a particularly fun experience for me. Um, even less so for me. I don't think it was a particularly fun experience for I a lot of I don't know how I can laugh about it, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fantasy fit, but Alex. Um, I don't think it was a particularly fun experience for most people. Um, especially that Sterling, not starting one, hurt me. Hurt me deep inside. <laughs> but... Um, um, Listen, I'm so used to Mr Guardiola not choosing the people to play that are in my teams. Yeah, you know. that is perfectly fortunate. That's just what it is. It's perfectly fortunate. back. But anywho, let us take a couple of minutes break and a couple of seconds for yous. I'm going to go and get a drink and take two painkillers because my head's been killing me since about 12 o'clock this afternoon. And we'll be back with the start of our one-shot challenge just to let you know who we've picked. Speak to you soon. Okay, Alex. So game week ten, one shot challenge. We're playing against Edward this week. So um, after we've done our goalkeepers and defenders, we'll go and speak to Eddie and run through his team with him. He's trying to come back and reclaim some dignity for Edinburgh after Andrew's performance. So let's start with goalkeepers. Who have you got? Well, first of all, I think I'll call my team this week Monty Python's Flying Circus <laughs> because it really is a wee bit far out. <laughs> uh, my goalkeeper is your Watford keeper, Mr I Foster. And the reason I picked him is because their opponents are Huddersfield who in nine matches so far have only scored four goals. It's not a bad shout, is it, really? Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue in that one. I considered them. I thought Huddersfield played relatively well against Liverpool. And I'm hoping, I think if they take it on, they could score. But I think this is the dynamic this game creates. You're not, this isn't us telling the people who are listening, go out and sign these players as a long term potential. Absolutely not. This is, a, if you're planning and doing a free hit, this is what we would do if you were free hitting this week, probably. I'm not even sure that's the case. <laughs> but we're by no means experts. You're not going to, we don't have Twitter profiles with our percentage of where we finished in the last few years. And it's not because we don't think that that's something you should have, it's because if we put the percentage of where we finished, it'd be really embarrassing for us. Um, I'm going with McCarthy from Southampton. I don't fancy Newcastle to score at Southampton. Well, they have only scored six goals so far this season. So. Two of them were against Manu in that capitulation. There we go. Um, yeah, as, as we're always saying this podcast, don't pick Hosolu. And there's a reason you don't pick Hosolu, it's because Newcastle don't score. Um, there we go, man. Uh, substitute goalies? Well, mine's is McCarthy. Not a bad shot if you get the funds. I've went with Hamer just to keep funds available for the rest of my team. Yeah. And... What formation are you playing, Alex? Just so we know how many defenders. I've got a four-five-one. 
interesting, man. It's not one I regularly play, although given how premium midfielders are just now, it's not a terrible shout. I'm going 4-4-2. Four, four, banky 4, Banky 4. Two strikers. Old school, so to speak. Um... Well, mine's is boring school. <laughs> boring school. <laughs> well, mine's is a flying circus. So. Yeah, the fly, Jose Mourinho's flying circus. You're parking the bus. I like that. You're taking the moniker of the podcast properly here. You're parking that bus. Um, right, so let's go on to defenders. It's This season, they've been very high-scoring defenders. Who have you went with as your first defender you're for? Okay, well, I went for Alonso, who's my ever-present Cool. Um, I think he's got an outside chance in assist to a, a wee goal in this game coming up yeah. on Saturday. Um, so he's £7 million quid, man. What can you say? You know what I mean? He's a good defender, good point scorer. His form has dipped somewhat. I have actually sold him out of my actual fantasy team. Could he free up the funds because I basically had my little stocks and shares saving in Alonso? And decided to cash out when it hit seven million and get a couple of hundred thousand back on him. Uh, so my first defender is Robertson for yep. Liverpool. Have you got him as well? Uh-huh, I'd you. imagine you would have. Uh, assist midweek, and he's just a good defender. It's, I mean, we can. I'm not. He's not just. He's not on there just because he's there. They're playing Cardiff. Yeah. And. You have to expect that you'll have a chance to get down the wing and put balls in. Outside chance and assist as always with any wing back that you pick, and that's why you pick the wing backs. That's yeah. why you pay the premium price for them. But I think Robertson both days I picked them for a reason. Uh, and Liverpool played their European game on Tuesday. Yeah. So there's less a chance of this infamous saying of mm. European hangover. They did not play last night. I think they played okay. Wednesday. I'm so completely wrong. So Alex, I think you're, you're saying is it's not as bad as me forgetting the name of the podcast last week. I accept <laughs> that, right? But it was just yesterday that they played and they won 4-0. Um, yeah, they had a good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been yesterday, not the Tuesday, game wasn't so well. The game wasn't so good that they turned back the clock. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they won 4-0 and they never we almost expecting to be challenged in that game I was looking and trying to get a bet on in the odds for anything other than a Liverpool like four goal win was crazy so I never touched it but Robertson isn't the sort of player I would expect to need to be rested I just don't he's not that type of player no, no definitely not made of hardy Scottish stuff indeed uh, he trained at Celtic Football Club and released because <laughs> we're great but then again we've got Tierney so there is that. <clears throat> Who's your next defender? Uh, I've went for Holobus. Had him in my team, deleted his name and rewrote somebody else's name in. So he had a good game by all accounts <clears throat> last week. Yep. And uh, he's always, you know, outside chance of goal. I mean, is your argument is probably standing for the same reason that you're bringing in the goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah I think they'll have a clean sheet. You don't expect others to score against them, and I think you're probably right. Um, I just, as I said, I made a bit of a decision. I think Huddersfield played relatively well against Liverpool, and if they can take that form on, they should be able to score. But what for? They're a good team. They are a good team. I can't sit here. And they're up and down, it. of course. I mean, they won the first. Four matches in the bounce, and the form dipped, and now it's kind of yeah. up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah, but that that win against Wolves, I'm pretty confident will give them some confidence because it was a big win for them, and Wolves have been playing well. 
Yep, and this that was uh, in Birmingham, of course, and yeah. this game's at Watford. So, yep. Uh, my next defender is Rudiger of Chelsea, and I've also I'll just go for my next one. I've put David Louise of Chelsea in as well. I think it's quick just to cover off the reasons I've picked them. Uh, Chelsea are playing Burnley. I don't fancy Burnley to score against them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm not expecting anything amazing from them. Luis has got that ability to score a free kick. Rudiger, as he showed against Man U, has got the ability to put the head in the ball. However, I don't think Burnley will mark Rudiger at corners as weakly as Paul Pogba marked him at corners. And I just don't see the other players in the team, such as Willian, etc., giving David Luiz the free kicks. So they're, yeah, they're there purely for what I think will be clean sheet points. Yeah, I think they're probably good shouts. Um, my fourth defender is Cook of Bournemouth. Who's, so that's your, who's your third defender as well? Uh, well, of course I've shared Robertson with you, yeah. Alonso, Hollabass and this is Oh, Hollabass as well. Yeah. yeah, Michael now can't count to four, that's amazing. Uh, so you went with Cook for Bournemouth, they're playing against Fulham, who we've talked about. No, it's Newcastle. Newcastle. Um, so I think... Uh, Newcastle. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Bournemouth. It's yeah. film. <laughs> uh, right. So, Alex is having a great night tonight. He said a haircut, I think, is took away all his intelligence in the process well, of doing last that. Last weekend. <laughs> I've seen last weekend. No, it was before last weekend. So, just how much attention I pay then. Right. Cook, Steve Cookie Bournemouth is who you've got. They're playing against Fulham yeah. at Craven Cottage. And Fulham, who we were discussing before we started recording the pod- podcast, yeah, and are causing concerns. Yeah, and even when we're saying we don't expect their manager to survive very long, so yeah, it's not a bad show, I'd imagine. And Cook's had a good season so far, he's got in the score sheet a couple of times, hasn't he? Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's uh, one of the top defenders in the whole game, actually. His points wise, he's definitely like on that front page, he really is, yeah. Um, and who's your sub just before I go through my last two? Is Rudiger. Rudiger's your sub, so I guess it's similar to the reasons I've went with him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I expect him to keep the clean sheet, okay. and you just never know. Cool. I have got Perea of Leicester as my fourth defender, and they're playing against West Ham. I think West Ham have flattered to deceive this season beyond belief. I think they got incredibly lucky in playing that Man United team when they played that Man United team. And a lot of people looked at them, including myself. I will put my hands up on the pod and say that and said to myself, yeah, they might actually be the real deal. I don't think they are just now. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking a couple of steps back on West Ham. They've Leicester's home form is fairly good. Their yeah. away form has not been well, very good at all. It's good they're but, playing at the King Power then. That's what they're playing. But defensively, nah, I'm not convinced so Arnautovic has probably got a goal in that game Perea's not necessarily there for his clean sheet points he's there for the potential assist or a goal Yeah, and that's why you're paying that slight they will get either of those now and again yeah. definitely I've just realised I've got the wrong price for Perea there he's only 5.1 I think so I'm actually got a wee bit of funds available but well, it's too late to change your team now I have no intention of changing my team it's packed actually the reason the price is wrong there is I originally had Maguire from Leicester in there and right. decided to go to Perea um, but I'm still comfortable with Perea as my uh, wing back there and yeah I fancy them to win the game against I think Leicester will win it yeah but I, I, I think they'll leak a goal or two I don't, um, I don't know as much it'll be interesting to see what West Ham shows up especially now that Jan Malenko is out for a significantly long period of time and how well they've been 
um, utilising him to an extent, especially against the Everton game, he had a really good game. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see who takes his place and things like that. But I think you can't judge, if anything, this season has shown to me, and I think most people, you can't judge anybody by how they played against Man United. And that's how I'm going to leave us with my four choices. My substitute defender is Bednarek, the 3.9 million man. He's another present for you. Well, you can choose how you want to pick your team and you can put it, I can sometimes go for cover and defence. This week I went for 11 players plus four people who I think have never played a minute this season, pretty much apart from Hamer. So, Do you know what Bednarek reminds me of? The chewing gum stuck to your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not gone anywhere and he's done my team. So what we'll do now, people, is we're going to go and have a little word with Edward in Edinburgh. And he's going to give us his team. And I've already seen it. I know there's some crossover between my team and Alex's team. And once we've had that little 10-minute chat, we'll be back and we'll go through midfielders and strikers and speak to you soon. Everybody, we've got Edward with us this week. All right, Eddie, how's it Hi, going? Hi, we're all doing good. Good, good. So you're here to try and make up for Andrew's pathetic failure when he was on then? More pitiful than pathetic, I would say. More pitiful than pathetic. That's a, certainly a fair way to look at it. Um, so... Can any game week 10, we've got your team here. Is there anything in particular you've done when you're picking your team or did you just try and go for the best 11 or did you pick an all-round team with some subs and things like that? Basically a best 11. However, there's a, yep. a couple of teams I think I could get a bit of a doing this weekend and there was some yep. uh, also indecision. So I went to the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> there's some crossover with my team um, in particular the midfielders a couple of similarities but let's start with you hello, hello. we're back <laughs> uh, so are you expecting Hamlet, are you expecting uh, Cardiff to get a hammer a little bit yes is that why you're going to be Alisson and goals then uh, I was thinking about the Chelsea keeper roughly about the same yep. price however Cardiff Liverpool are at home to Cardiff Burnley have always got that chance to squeak a goal with Chelsea being away. European yeah. hangover. Yeah, it's pretty obvious to me to go with Allison. I think Allison's a good shout. Um, I fancy Liverpool really strongly in that game. I really yeah. do. My uh, usual go-to would be Ederson, but away to Spurs, it's going to be a hard one for them. They could, I could easily be a full-team full scorer, and I think Cardiff's just not got it. Cool. And substitute goalkeeper, four million, straightforward pick that one. Yeah, Hamer. Yeah, uh, I haven't begun the season as well. He dropped off as his injury, but he's never going to play. It's yeah. just to free up some budget. Yeah, I'm the same. I always pick Hamer just for that. Uh, let's move on to one of the more interesting ones: your defence. So, are you playing with three at the back, four it'll at the be, back? How many are you going to start three, with? Three. three, four, three. So, who's your three starters? Uh, Alonso. Yeah, uh, you can't really go past the guy who's second highest in points in the whole season. Yeah, he's a nice be fantasy football savings account up to <laughs> seven million yeah. now as well. Uh, he's expensive uh, again. That's why when we hammer to uh, free up some funds, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah, makes sense. He's going to get at least six points, I'd imagine. Uh, I say he could certainly could maybe sneak a goal, but he could always be in a and in among the assists as well. So. Yeah, I've went strong in the Chelsea defence with my team as well. Yeah, 
Um, so who else you got there? Robertson, I'm guessing. Starting? Robertson will be starting again. I expect, uh, I'd be very surprised if uh, Liverpool don't start fast against Cardiff. He's going to probably get this yeah. as well. Again, at least another six points. I can't really see Cardiff scoring. Yeah, I feel the same. I've got Robbo on my team as well. Um, good midweek game. I went back against him and get cut off a couple of times. Yeah, cool. I can cut these bits oh, out, don't worry. So, cool. Uh, have you went with Bertrand for your third defender? Uh, no. He's going to be my first nope. sub. Uh, yeah, first, first sub. Defender. Uh, my third defender is going to be Shane Duffy. Cool. Well, Shane Duffy's interesting because you're looking for him in the draft league and I've got him. <laughs> so you've put a couple of offers in for him. That'll be an interesting one. I might put him on Twitter to see if you think I should accept the deal or not. <laughs> Just to see what goes on. Um, you're happy to either one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strong options with Monreal and Shaw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but Shane Duffy, good defender. Potential goal threat? Uh, possibly. He's also got a few assists this season as well. Yep. Uh, when I was looking at the kind of the cheaper price range, it was either going to be Duffy, maybe uh, Keane, but again, it's, uh, yeah. got a tough week this week with Man United. Yeah. I think the the Brighton fixture is quite favourable this week for them yeah. as well because they've got um, Wolves, but they're at home. Yeah. So there's a chance there. And do you see it was three at the back you're playing with? So Wan Bissaka, your Wan-Bissaka other sub? Other sub, yes. Will he be your second sub or he your third sub? He will be my third sub. Cool. So four in the midfield. Yes. Uh, uh, Salah being yeah. the first one. Again, Chelsea. Uh, sorry, Liverpool. You're... Uh... He's, he should be on fire, I reckon. He's going to start, I imagine. Yeah. He's playing against Cardiff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he scored two goals in a week. He's in my team as well. Is he your captain or somebody else? He's going to be my captain, yeah. Same here. <laughs> Basically, there's quite a few similarities in our team, but there's a few wee differences. Um, who's the rest here in midfield, uh, Eddie? The next in midfield is going to be uh, Martial from Man United. Cool, good shout. He's uh, been in a little bit of form at the moment. Getting more yeah. forward than what he should be for a midfielder, I would say. Uh, going by the kind of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm interested by him this week. I think he could be. He's on a good run at the moment. Even yeah, and if he doesn't let him, uh, of course, he doesn't crush his spirit. <laughs> yeah, still, I'm still here yet. <laughs> cool. You said a bit beep there just in case it was my phone. Um, who's next after that? So Salah Martial. Who's next? Uh, next is uh, Madison. Cool, Leicester. Yeah, uh, home to West Ham. Uh, he was yeah. looking possibly get maybe a sister or two in the Arsenal game last week until Arsenal decided to turn up. He had a couple of good free kicks, a couple of good, good crosses. Uh, I actually thought he was do something last week. Cost me a win. Yeah. <laughs> because he did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think West Ham have flattered to deceive a lot and I think it's a good fixture yeah. for him, that game. And... Lastly, in your midfield, have you got? The last one in my field is going to be Ryan Fraser. Bournemouth player, so... Against uh, Fulham, Fulham this week. I, yeah. I think Fulham, yeah, they're very attacking, but when you look at their stats defensively, they're absolutely, I think they've got the worst defence in the league at the moment. Yeah, they've not kept a clean sheet yet. They cannot defend. No. So, uh, this also leads into my, my strikers as well. <laughs> Yep. Well, as Sherla as well, you've brought him in, but is he in your he'll bench? Be, uh, yeah. He'll be in your bench. Yes. Cool. So your three strikers, you've picked three that are obviously going to yeah. start. 
and you see the return to it. So that was you a couple of Bournemouth strikers yeah, there. Yeah, I was looking at it and I won Wilson or King, King or Wilson, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for both and then maybe increase my uh, third attacker a little bit. Uh, again, against Fulham, they both could get on the, the score sheet. If it's not one, it's the other. So, kind of less of two evils. Take them both. And we're gone again. <laughs> there we go. Hi, yeah, I've got yeah. you. I've got you. You hear yeah. me? Cool. Yeah, I'm saying it's the, the way this game works is you think of the fixtures. Fulham can't keep a clean sheet. So, having those two strikers, you wouldn't normally have that. But yeah. it's a good time to have I them, I think. have two of them. Uh, but I think at least one of them is going to score. The other one could have. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I find a couple of goals in that game for uh, Bournemouth easily. No, but and you went for Aguero for your last strike. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, again, he's only getting 60 minutes here and there. Uh, he's not getting the full game, but he's still scoring. He's still the top striker in the game, so you can't really go past that. Yeah, I will tell you one stat that I've seen on Twitter today, and that is that he's not scored in the past five games against Tottenham. Ooh, that... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if the stat was right, being one, and also... If he hasn't, he's bound to score in this one, yeah, probably, I after think, that. Uh, this is a, one of these games where it feels like Spurs have to attack. Uh, they yeah. go attacking, they're going to leave a lot of space. Uh, Aguero's your man. He's rested for the Champions League, so, again, pretty much yeah. that. Should be fresh. And just in case on the off chance that Salah doesn't start, who would be your vice captain? Aguero. Aguero makes sense, my man. Cool, Teddy. So, best of luck yes. for the week coming up. Um, I'll send you over on WhatsApp my team and Alex's team once we've finished recording. Um, and I'll probably going to take to Twitter tonight and see what they think about the draft offers that you've made no to me. No problem. And see what they think. But I, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to be Shaw more than Monreal, I'll be honest with you, but we'll see what happens. Well, they're, they're, they're both on the table. The option's you. <laughs> I can't wait, like a typical taxi driver. <laughs> anyway, man. I appreciate you coming on and we'll have you back on again, maybe even for the review week if you win, we'll have you back on soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, thank cool. you very much for taking good part. Mate. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Bye-bye. So, Alex, that's Edward's team. I know you weren't on the recording of that, but um, you've seen his team. There is some crossover, some interesting choices. Yeah. Especially when it comes down to your strike force, it'll be interesting when we discuss that compared to Eddie's. Yeah. Um, He's kind of bent for the egg, all the eggs in the Bournemouth basket. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad choice necessarily. Yeah, that seems to be common between the <laughs> um, but he, Well, Andrew went for all the eggs in the Crystal Palace basket. Oh, yeah. That's really went on. So, I mean, it's not a... You're going for... Your yeah, actually the basket as well with some of your teams. Oh, yeah, it's just well. a bit of what for done there, yeah. And I'm definitely going for Liverpool, um, as we'll see as we go through my team. Yeah. So let's move on to your midfielders, Alex. You've got five, I've got four. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll let you start on you go. Who's your first midfielder? Well, I have Captain Hazard. Now, that's a hazard. It's a hazard, considering. Because he may not play. Yeah, just so everybody knows, on my second one, I've just opened up the fantasy football page and shown Alex the yellow triangle of Doom next to Eden Hazard's name. Yeah, I was well aware of that when I picked him, but on the chance he will start, I think he'll totally dominate that game and get plenty of points. I think you're right. Um, I just don't have the proverbial stones to pick him. Uh, basically, I... Don't feel comfortable enough that it will start, but I like your guts and hoping that it does. Yeah, uh, well, I, I think I've backed it up well enough with the subs bench. So, I, I mean, 
if he isn't starting his day and you've, I'm assuming you'll have a strong vice captain once we get to it um, my first midfielder is my captain also and I've been with Mo Salah mm-hmm. very similar reasons to the Hazard one uh, I think you'll run the game against Cardiff because it's Cardiff and he scored two midweek he scored one the weekend it's potential that he's now hitting for him but we'll see I think the jury's out in that one I know you said he's got three, two of them were against a kind of poor Red Star Belgrade side. Um, I'm yeah. not sure his form of last year's anything close to returning. On that statement, though, um, for, for this game that we're playing, the one-shot game, are Red Star any worse than Cardiff? I don't necessarily think they are. They're very different. I think they're probably, I would say they're quite close level-wise. They're a very they? different prospect to Cardiff yeah. um, and how they'll play and the sort of game that we played against them. But against if I, I fancy Salah to bag a couple of goals, and it'll be interesting to see if he does or not. So he yeah, is my. He could be right. He's certainly potential. <laughs> potential. He's my captain anyway. And as I said, uh, potential is the word. There's potential that his form is beginning to return, and we will find out if it is or not. And I think this is one of the games that will tell us. I just hope the potential of Hazard playing is greater than Salah's potential. Yeah, that's a lot of potentiality. <laughs> lot of potentiality. And you're right, I mean, it, it comes down to, I think the Hazard thing comes down to, it's always it comes down to whether or not he plays. I think if he plays, he should be able to get some points in that game. But I'd have probably said the same against Manu, and he didn't, so it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, who's your next midfielder? Well, I've backed it up with Vice Captain Ozil. Yeah, I also have Ozil, so we can just cross my next one off, we're covering it off for you. Yeah. Um, good form. Yeah, he had an excellent game last weekend and I think the weekend yeah. before too Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about how he played tonight uh, I've not really f- heard much about that Euro- uh, Europa League game No I haven't heard much about it either to be honest with you I think with Ozo is if he's in form he's a good player to have and it's getting him on for him They're, they're playing Crystal team. Palace I mean Arsenal can sometimes trip themselves up in South London but uh, I think Crystal Palace are not good enough no. for Arsenal who are more than good enough at the moment well when we were talking about Southampton being that 17th team and I said they could possibly move to 15th because there's other teams I'm worried about the other, one of the other teams I'm worried about is actually Crystal Palace uh, that was quite a horrible defeat for them against Everton in a game that they probably had no right to really lose the way they did. I don't know if you watched the game, but missing the penalty and then conceding the two late goals. Yeah. Be a bit of a punch that they got for them. And to try and get over that, they've got Arsenal, who are banging for them, going for a record of the most wins in a row for the club ever. Is that uh, true? Yeah. I think. Seriously? I think 14 is the most they've ever won in a row. And this, I think this will be, be the 14th of the beat Crystal Palace, and the next week will be the. I didn't realise for it. Um, I think I need to double check I'm 90% sure that's right so I wouldn't want to be in you have went a season shoes. and a half without getting defeated once but yeah, yeah I mean they won, the, they won the league undefeated but they drew about 10 games yeah yeah um, a few draws however I say that as if I'm trying to slate it down I'm not that's an amazing achievement to go that league undefeated even if they did draw 10 games um, but yeah I, I wouldn't want to be Crystal Palace against Arsenal just now and I think Ozil has got a good chance of getting an assist he's regularly been one of the leading assist makers in the Premier League 
Yeah, it just looked, it looked really comfortable back to his best last weekend, yeah. I thought. You know. It's good going for you, considering he's been slating off or been lazy for about the past three weeks. Yeah, but, but no, I did say he's, he's waking up. He's waking up. but He eight, has awoken. But 8.4 million for Ozil. It's very cheap when you consider the price of other attackers and other midfielders in the game. It's very cheap if his form's good. And that's your key to it, wasn't it, really? Yeah. And so that's us. And two each, who's your third? Well, I'm playing all five, of course. Yeah. Uh, this is where the Monty Python's Flying Circus thing uh, comes in. I've went for Iwobi. Yep. Um, he hasn't started all the time this season for yeah. Arsenal. He had an amazing game last week uh, against Leicester. Yep. And I'll tell you, I couldn't believe he only, as I said earlier, I couldn't believe he only scored two points from that game because he completely bossed it. Yep. Well, this is one of the things. And I am clearly getting the best out of him. He's kind of floundering under Wenger. Um, a lot of issues around his personal life and the way he was training and his actions and Emery seems to be getting the best out of him. He didn't start tonight. He came on as a sub in the 86th or 87th minute, just checked the score yeah. and stuff. Um, so he's been rested if nothing else, so there's a chance he could start that game. I'm sorry, I didn't pick this up last week, but he's only 5.5 million. He's not cheap. I had him for a while when he started to look to be good. And then he went to a free against getting played. I'm like, well, I need to sub you out now, or transfer you out now. Um, but I think he's a strong, strong shout if he's getting a game. Yeah. And that Arsenal team, the way they play, we've got goals in them. So if he's in that midfield playing in the wing or if he's playing in a very attack of posi- attacking position, there's a good chance he'll pick up assists and pick up goals. Yeah. Uh, my next one is Madison. Again, I like the Leicester fixture against West Ham. And I like Madison. Yeah, I think million. you could have uh, an important role in that game. Yeah, uh, I, I do expect Leicester to win it, as I said, um, yeah. and he'll almost certainly have a role to play in any goals they score. Yeah, when you look at the Leicester team and you look at their midfielders, he has more points than anybody by a considerable margin. Yeah, it's not like they've got a creative hub in midfield of several players. They have really got him. And that's about it. I wouldn't say that's about unfair, but he is their key creative midfielder. Yeah, he's outstanding. Yeah. Uh, who's your next one, Alex? Um, okay, this is a big risk. <laughs> Based on his performance against Red Star Belgrade last yeah. night, I went for Fabinho. Fabinho. Now, whether he starts in the weekend game, is it's a question that I really had to ask myself. And my answer was, I don't think he will. <laughs> but I've put him in there based on that performance. Yeah. And I've backed it up well on the bench just in case. Yeah, he's cheap as well. Yeah. So. Well, actually, do do would you believe this? But Iwobi was cheaper. What is he at? Five seven or something for being you? Five point six. Five yeah. six. Um. So my fourth is William of Chelsea. We've talked about Chelsea already for the game they've got. Um, I've put him in there and he I, I think he'd still start even if Hazard starts but he might see more of the ball if Hazard doesn't he's a budget Hazard really that's yeah. what he's in there as in my team I think the fixture suits him he's I like William I do like him I just don't think he produces enough points for his cost to be in there on a regular basis but I think this could be a very convenient time to have him in my team he's at good fixture and a potential that the other key creative midfielder is out of the team and that's my main decision for William 
And before we go into your last one, because you had mentioned last minute there were actually something to talk about, Mines is Bakuna of Huddersfield and he is worth 4.3 million and that's why he's there. Yeah. He'll not play. So let's go into your last midfielder who is actually somebody you're starting. Yeah, it's Pereira of Watford. Yeah. Um, he had a good game obviously against Wills last weekend. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've spotted him in the team of the week two or three times this season. Yeah. So at 6.2 million... I think playing Watford, I've already spoke about, I expect him to win. Uh, I think this guy maybe have an assist or two. Yeah. So let's do it. Pereira, his form has been a bit up and down. He yeah. went from game week four to game week eight, scoring two every game. But then again, he got eight points against Wolves. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he's hitting a bit of that form again it might be streaky he might do two or three games and then lay off then two or three games and lay off there is players like that yep but if you're quite comfortable that Watford's going to win that game and I think I'm quite comfortable Watford will win the game I've got no concerns really about them not beating Huddersfield yeah but you could say the same about Wolves last weekend and then Watford went and surprised us I wouldn't say that that one was as clear cut as it was and I don't think necessarily the Wolves Brighton game. I don't necessarily see that being particularly clean cut for either team either. So well, Brighton, of course, are doing better than most people uh, realise. When you actually see where they are on the table, uh, we're kind of Shane Duffy's my uh, like one of my wee gems. He's been in my team all season. Um, not tons of people are talking about, but he's been good in my team. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about him just before we finish the podcast off because I've had a trade offer for him, but. What we'll do is we'll just let's clear off our attackers first before we cover off the little any other business bit at the end. Um, I have two starting, you have one starting, yep. so I'll go first. I have picked my vice captain is Bobby Firmino for Liverpool. Scored midweek. I'm really hoping he doesn't start with Sturridge <laughs> like he did last week. I don't think he will. I, I, I don't think he will. I think he'll start with Firmino and hopefully the goal midweek in Europe will start him scoring in the league. He's never been the 30 to sorry, 25 <coughs> goal striker. He's been, no, a, he he's been a 15 to 18 goal striker and hopefully he can start getting on his way to 15 18 goals against Cardiff. Yeah. And that's my thoughts behind it. I mean, I, if this is the game he's going to do, this is the is game. There, it's, <laughs> it comes down to whether or not he starts and there's no any point in getting any sort of deep analysis of why you pick Firmino. Firmino's a good striker. It's just a matter of hitting form and getting around the team. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. And who have you? Who are you starting? Uh, Obama Yang. And I have also picked him. Um, I mean, he said so many good games recently. Arsenal, as you said, are on this almost record-breaking run. Yeah. Uh, and you know, last weekend it was just incredible. So he came on and he scored within like ten seconds or something. The guy just scores goals. Here, here, here's the issue with Bobby Young to me. <coughs> he started tonight. Yeah. He didn't start at the weekend. Good luck, is it? It's not tonight. No. So it's either one or the other by the looks of it. And is he rotating them? And if he's rotating them, it means Lacazette will start. Now, that means he's effectively turning Aubameyang into a Europa League striker after having spent £60 million on him. Yeah. Now, he didn't spend the £60 million. Wenger did. I think that's madness. I don't see how you can drop Aubameyang for a league game coming up. Well, you have to look at the game they're playing and think maybe you can start with both for this game. Possibly. It is possible. 
Um, generally, when they start with both Lacazette's played a bit wider, but it could be that he puts Aubameyang out wide. It'll be interesting to see. This one is one that can block my face. I'm quite actually very happy that you've also picked Aubameyang, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. My, my sub-striker is corner for Huddersfield, 4.3 million, and that's why he's there. Hey, um, but your two sub strikers are a bit more interesting. You've got the board with you. Yeah, I've got Wilson and King, and I think they might be both needed. Yeah, uh, you can tell that I'm not very confident about Hazard and Fabinho, especially starting yeah. or getting on at all. You know, so they might be required. And uh, as we discussed earlier, if I can try and remember who Bournemouth are playing, Fulham at home. <laughs> well, Fulham are at home. Fulham are um, at home, yes. Worst defence in the league. I think they're going to get a goal or two or three. Yeah, and well, it's the same as Eddie, but Eddie's starting them. Eddie's yeah. out for both of them uh, with Aguero. It's, I think this is going to be a tight one this week, people. I think this is going to be interesting. Just to this comes out clear more. this up, um, I've got Wilson as the first substitute, King yeah. as the second, and the defender, Rudiger's my third okay. choice. Just in case uh, the world gets turned upside down, I have and any of my substitutes actually managed to get on the field. They won't score any points anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like I think the only way they're going to get on the field is they fall off the bench and roll on in the field. But uh, <laughs> corner one, Bakuna two, Bednarek three, and Hamer's the goalie sub. Um, Eddie runs through his sub order in his game, but it was Bertrand was his first sub, and Juan Bissaka was his third, I believe, and the other guy was his second sub. But we'll get that confirmed when we're doing the math for things yeah I'm, I'm just looking at the fixtures quickly here right yeah. and uh, Man United are playing Everton none of us took any of their players oh. did we take Spurs or Man City players who are playing on Monday I considered Man City players but I didn't touch them it's funny how we're avoiding these games where there could be goal fests yeah. But we avoid them for some yeah. reason, you know. It's too difficult to determine that. I think it's too difficult to say who's going to do what. I mean, we've also pretty much avoided the. Uh, but there's another game we've avoided. Well, Brighton Wills. Brighton Wills have pretty much avoided, apart from uh, Eddie has a Brighton player. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's got a Fulham player. Then that's not necessarily. Regular because Mitrovic is being quite quite regularly, so is Seri in different teams. Yeah. Um. Nobody's got a West Ham player, so it is very very interesting, and no one's got as you say. Ever Man U has been totally. I don't know what's happening in that game. Yeah, um, I think Man United will get that. By the way, I think I, they've returned to the forum. They didn't against Juve, that's for sure. But that's I mean, UV are one of the top two clubs in Europe just now. Yeah, know? I mean you've got to be realistic where you are, and they should be beating Everton still. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't see it being a nil nil. <laughs> what you happen either. now? I think there could be uh, some cards flying too. I think there could be carnage in that game. There's in the Spurs Man City games get the potential as well to be an interesting one, uh, a thigh rubber so to speak. Yeah. Um, but what we'll do, we're going to come back in a couple of seconds. I have a few little trading things to talk about, and then we will see you off to the to game week ten. So just to finish off, a little bit of draft team news or draft team interest gossip, gossip whatever you want to call it. Last week we did do a trade. We managed to come to an agreement. I brought in Harry Maguire. I 
drop Dockery. And a good week to drop Dockery as well, considering Wolves lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't play Maguire. I uh, didn't do that. But I have two trade offers on the table for my team this week. And it's the previously mentioned Shane Duffy. Uh-huh. I've got two trade offers for him from the same player. So Eddie, who we had one earlier, has offered me either Luke Shaw or Monreal for him. Well, I wouldn't touch Luke Shaw with a barge pole, personally. Aye. Monreal's a bit of a different matter. I think I'd maybe be tempted by him. I mean, what we're talking about here is a Brighton defender for an Arsenal defender or a Man U defender at its core. That's what we're getting. we're talking about. And I don't know if I should take the deals. It's quite weird. It's a very strange situation. I think I probably will take one of the two deals but I'm not sure which and I'm probably going to put it up on Twitter to see who or what thinks we should do it because I did that with the the last one that we done and up at Park the Bus FBL and I asked what I should do or what I shouldn't do so I'm probably going to jump on Twitter after we've finished recording um, at Park the Bus FBL and ask them what yeah. they think whether they should go for it I, it's genuinely a, an interesting one I'm more I'm more pulled towards Luke Shaw than I'm after towards Monreal just because Shaw's had a couple of assists this season and Jose plays that the more defensive way and they're probably more likely to keep a clean sheet in theory but then again their centre backs are Bailey and Lindelof so <laughs> who knows man who knows but yeah that's pretty much just about it really um, be interesting to see how Eddie does against this. I think he's got a relatively good chance this week. That team doesn't look bad that he's put out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, the thing that could harm on me is just the sub situation. Yeah, and that's the Joyce FBL and it's this little format that we've got. But I'll just say 2 1, get into it. Um, 2 1 up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The one hurts though, the one does hurt. And we'll see how we go. Um, but everybody, thank you very much for listening this week. Really appreciate it. Um, and it's goodbye from me, I suppose. And farewell from him. Sweet to you soon. Thank you very much. <laughs>